speaking of off to rough starts and not good, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, my goodness, where are they? Blake Murphy, Revenge of the Birds, SBNation.com, covering the Cardinals on the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Hotline. Blake, Matt Peralta, how are you? Doing good, Matt. How are you? I'm at least doing better than the Cardinals are right now, apparently. What is going on through your eyes? I mean, this offense, this team, are you surprised, not just that they're 0-2, but they're 0-2 in this manner? Well, I think the biggest surprise that comes down ultimately is, yeah, you're right, that it was not expected, at least, that you would have this type of defensive output to begin the defense was, you know, you have a defensive head coach that came in with Steve Wilkes wanted to try to say they'd be able to, you know, make the move to a four, three and adjust. But what's really been shocking has been how pitiful the offense has been. And that's affected the defense as well. You're looking at a 19 to zero and I believe a 21 to zero halftime deficits in the first two games. And their offense is just not built around being able to come back from that. It's built around, you know, the trying to protect Sam Bradford short throwing the ball, but, you're just seeing kind of almost, a, I think the coach called it a complete debacle on both sides of the ball. This team is just not really going anywhere, and through two weeks, you don't really see as much for how it can improve. How much criticism is Coach Wilkes taking right now, and how much is this on him? Well, and some of the criticism, at least, is overall has been directed more towards their offensive coordinator and Mike McCoy, just because you're looking at taking one of the most dynamic players in the NFL and David Johnson, and you're continually kind of using power runs up the middle, and you've only targeted him in the passing game, I believe, against the Rams two times, and neither of them have been really what favors him with using him as a wide receiver or down the field or any type of misdirection. So just the hiring of Mike McCoy has been really heavily criticized, especially after Denver ran him out and after about six weeks or so for a lot of the same complaints about, you know, whether it was too complicated or too uh, too much of a you know dedication to trying to keep the same type of things in offense, and so now you're looking at them trying to scale things back on offense and scale things back on defense when really they're not doing too much. The biggest criticism Wilkes has gotten has been you know not using his players to the best capacity. You're looking at you know a four three guy in Patrick Peterson was rarely lined up on Brandon Cooks yesterday, and Chandler Jones who had 17 sacks last year, I believe, has only had one through the first two games of the season, and doesn't seem to be making an impact so the biggest question you have is is it going to be some of the growing pains on the defense at least and you just you know have to admit the mistake and move on on offense or is this really just an area where in his first time as a head coach he's in over his head and so far it seems like that they're looking for answers and they're not really being able to find any is what a lot of the current AZ media are talking about right now is like where do you kind of go from here and start it doesn't seem like he has a lot of the answers and that's probably the most concerning thing for Cardinals fans. Well, okay, let's talk about this. If folks aren't Cardinal fans, a lot of them are daily fantasy, season-long fantasy fans. And, you know, David Johnson went highly in many, many drafts. Larry Fitzgerald's a guy that people think, you know, should be putting up big numbers. Sam Bradford's got less than 250 yards passing through two games, no touchdown tosses, two interceptions, less than 100 yards rushing for David Johnson, only 104 yards receiving, and 10 catches for Larry Fitzgerald. You just kind of gave a whole length, a whole list there as to why people are angry with the offensive coordinator. Do you see this coming up against the Bears as another really bad week for the Cardinals' offense? Well, I do, especially because when you're looking at how the the Cardinals are structured, they're not a team that's really able to come back from a lead. As far as the fact because Sam Bradford, in essence, when you look at how the offense has been designed, it's been designed to protect him, and it's been designed to not push the ball downfield. And a lot of that is because when you look at when they have pushed the ball downfield, he's either been inaccurate 
or you've seen in a couple of cases the ball has been picked off because it's just floated out there. So if his arm strength at least is a concern, then you're probably not going to see any type of offensive impact until Josh Rosen comes in because if his arm strength is gone and they're just dinking and dunking, teams will load up the box and David Johnson won't find a lot of running room. And without that type of vertical threat, you're not really going to see that running game open up anytime soon either. So that's kind of where the biggest area where the Cardinals have to figure it out and improve is by ultimately kind of seeing if they can make a move at quarterback. But there's a host of other problems on the team, but that's the one that's probably the easiest fix overall, which is getting a more aggressive attack on offense. That might start with getting a more aggressive quarterback in place. So, you know, why not just play Rosen now? I mean, what, what's the fear factor of just having Rosen out there playing in week three? I mean, can, he, can, can he be worse? Well, right now, I think how the Cardinals feel, at least, is with having a rookie and what they came in to do is they wanted to come in and to try to basically prove that they were a team that was, you know, better than a lot of the pundits said as far as, you know, having a top-five pick, being one of the lowest-ranked teams overall in the NFL, especially if you look at the Vegas over-under. And a lot of it is that I don't think that this coaching staff really wants to hang their head on having to change and adjust to a rookie quarterback. It's because I think a lot of it is, you know, there's going to be learning curves and growing pains and a lot of it is, you know, when you're talking about coming in as a new head coach, you really do have to kind of prove things right off the start. And at this point, I think that there's not really a choice but to be able to move to him. And maybe we'll see that at least in week four. But for right now in week three, it just seems like and has a feeling that his coaching staff, they did not expect this overall. They're a bit overwhelmed. And when you start having to talk about making the move to that, you know, rookie quarterback for that one, really you have to kind of admit in some cases that you're not going to be competitive and compete. And that's a hard thing, I think, for a lot of coaches to have to doing to admit and it, i really do think it blindsided them they were maybe not expecting you know to be a you know a, a competitive overall like you know one of the more dominant teams but i think that this has really just been a, a kind of a shocking move and it, it just does feel like that they're not really as sure of what to do and a lot of it takes is that the coaches themselves would have to make major adjustments to how they coach to how they scheme you'd have to see mike mccoy have to make a lot of changes to what he's implemented on offense to be able to sit around and adjust to you know, a guy like Rosen, who he looked very strong and solid in camp, especially even in some of the deeper passing concepts. And then Mike McCoy would have to then make adjustments as far as with his defense, where they're not able to play the same way. So right now, I think it just kind of falls into an area where this is a coaching staff that ultimately has to make changes and adjustments. And the feeling from a lot of Cardinals fans is they don't really know or haven't seen the ability to kind of make those changes and adjustments. So I do think that there may be some improvement when they change to Josh Rosen, but Cardinal fans do know, at least from some of those 2012 years, that it can always get worse when you do move to another quarterback, at least for that at some point. And that's kind of, I think, the biggest fear overall a lot of Cardinals fans have is some of them are just wondering if you just sit Rosen for the whole season and try to start again next year when you're in a potentially better situation. Well, Blake, I'll get you ahead on this. The picture you're painting is rather bleak. Do you think the Cardinals are going to have the, the the first pick in the draft coming up next spring? I think that if nothing changes with how it is, they seem definitely on that path. And that's where if you're talking about a dysfunctional offense that's built around protecting the quarterback and not having him get hurt or sacked and not pushing the ball downfield with Sam Bradford, I think that's going to have to be the first step to have to change is you'll have to make uh, an adjustment and switch at quarterback to a guy who can push it down the field, can open up maybe some of the – intermediate and underneath routes especially just because you right now don't have a, and aren't even using a deep threat, which is allowing teams to key off on you. And, and I do think that at least on the defensive side, you'll have to basically make some um, adjustments just to be able to, whether it's manufacturing pressure, getting a bit more of a blitz heavy in there. And the Cardinals have been playing so much zone. You get to see it through the first and the second game. They've had a, quite a few missed tackles and issues. The team is basically promising to try to 
scale back in some cases. And so maybe that will help it somewhat. But I really think ultimately what it comes down to is this is a team where they expected the defense to carry them. Right now the defense is not where they need to be. So as a result, they have to basically make some changes. And unless Josh Rosen can come in and provide a spark similar to what we saw from Deshaun Watson last year for the Houston Texans after they benched Tom Savage for him, you're probably not going to end up seeing at least as much overall improvement. And a lot of that I think does kind of fall onto not just the players and the talent that's been kind of assembled, not being a great fit, but ultimately it does kind of fall into the coaching staff to take a lot of what they have to be able to make changes and improvements and take a step forward. Because right now the overall feeling in Arizona is, is that when you're seeing this kind of pitiful amount of, you know, a non-competitive team that seems to just kind of get run over in the first half and then almost give up in the second half, it just does not have a positive outlook at all. So right now I think that if you look at the teams comparing to the Buffalo Bills, like, the Bills, at least, once they put in Josh Allen, were able to like you know put up 20 points on the board. The Cardinals right now are basically giving up four touchdowns on average each game, and they're only getting about a field goal or so at least on average just with one touchdown. They don't even have a passing touchdown on the year or even an attempted field goal. So right now things are just so bad that you're right. In some cases it seems like it could only go up, but that really is going to have to be on the coaching staff because if they currently keep the same pattern and same plan and Sam Bradford starting week four or if they decide to say, you know, we're just – before he gets hurt and they decide to move to Mike Lennon, you're probably not going to see as much of a change or improvement. I think that's what it really centers around this season should be, his development, oh. and then basically taking what kind of is left over here and deciding, all right, right, here are the core pieces that we have to build around for next year. Blake, great stuff. Appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on today. Absolutely. Glad to be on. Blake Murphy, Revenge of the Birds, SB Nation, covering the Arizona Cardinals. So bet the Bears minus six. <laughs> Wow. We'll talk more about what Blake just said. It's about as pessimistic of an outlook for a writer covering a team I can remember. More to come next. It's time to get serious about California's failing infrastructure. More than 1,600 bridges are structurally deficient. Proposition 6 will make things even worse. Prop 6 eliminates more than $5 billion annually in dedicated transportation funding. And 6 kills local traffic relief projects already underway. That's why the California Professional Firefighters and California Association of Highway Patrolmen all say no on 6. Paid for by no on Prop 6. Stop the attack on bridge and road safety. Sponsored by business, labor, local governments, and transportation advocates. Committee major funding from California Alliance for Jobs. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. My name is Spencer Hall. My name is Jason Kirk. My name is Ryan Nanny. And when we combine, we form the, the Shutdown, Shutdown Fullcast. Keep telling you, we're not Voltron. The Shutdown Fullcast is technically a college football podcast, but it's also a show about lawn care disasters, regional grocery stores we love, Tennessee Batman, homeowners associations, bears and video games. I mean, there's also some actual football discussion, like about coaches having huge contracts or coaches making terrible decisions or coaches saying really stupid things. Or the NCAA saying really stupid things. Yeah, there's lots of stupid things in this big, dumb, beautiful sport. Sometimes we talk about football games. Allegedly. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it deserves to be taken, come find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts like this one. The Shutdown Fullcast. It's not Voltron.